Hey guys, Josh Culler dropping in here and I wanna welcome you to the Content Marketing Playbook. I started the show because I had so many small business owners and entrepreneurs asking me questions about producing and putting out their own content marketing. So this show is specifically built for those people and around that uh, specific need. All topics are geared to give you tangible items to take action on in your content marketing. Um, I'm really passionate about content marketing. It's what I do for a living. And I hope this show brings a lot of value to you because these are things that I'm actually being a practitioner of in my business and the businesses that I implement content marketing for. So if it does, it would be absolutely meaningful to me. It would mean the world if you left a review for the show, if you're on Apple Podcasts. So please do that after you listen to the show. Also, I would love to connect with you specifically. Yes, you that's listening to this right now. So email me at josh at color media, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R josh at colormedia.com introduce yourself to me let's get a meaningful relationship going and i would love to connect now enough rambling let's get to learning and more importantly take action on the information or this is a complete waste of time and this show is completely useless so make sure you take action thanks guys let's make it happen all right, welcome back to the Content Marketing Playbook. It's your host, Josh Culler with Color Media. And in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about written content tips and tricks. Now, written could be pen and paper, but more than likely it's gonna mean um, typing on your cell phone or on your keyboard. So written content is extremely important when it comes to content marketing as a whole. Prior to maybe about 10 years ago, content, content as a whole was more written than anything, right? So like hundreds of millions of blogs are out there. Hundreds of millions of written articles are out there. And so written content has been the king of content for a very, very long time, especially in the, uh, the, the span of the 2000s, like the early 2000s. So from, you know, 2000 all the way up till 2011, 2012, when just about anybody could start putting video content out, written content was the dominating force. Now today, there are big reasons why content marketing still needs to include your written content. And I'm gonna be giving you some of that rundown here in just a second. Um, but we're gonna be covering some of the tips and tricks about written content so that maybe if you're not a writer, like that's gonna be my first point, it's okay. I'm still gonna give you some really good tips in order for you to be able to get written content out there. And if you are a writer, this is still for you. So you'll be able to utilize all of what I'm saying in order to maximize like your talents and your abilities when it comes to writing. Uh, but before we get into it, if you haven't already, make sure you have subscribed to the Content Marketing Playbook. Wherever you're listening to podcasts on, that's where we're at. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, do me a massive favor, head over to the review page right after this episode, leave a comment, let me know what you think about the episode um, or even the the actual uh, podcast itself. And then if you have any questions, need any guidance on content marketing as a whole, feel free to reach out to me. Josh at colormedia.com is my email address. I've had plenty of people reach out, reaching out to me that listen to this show and ask really good questions about content marketing. Uh, I even had somebody email me this morning asking me for a previous episode that I've done about getting started with content. She was asking for my slide deck that I mentioned. So Make sure you're reaching out if you have any questions about this episode or any other content marketing um, you know, questions that you have, reach out to me, josh at colormedia.com. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the episode today, written content tips and tricks. Now, I'm gonna lay the groundwork for just saying, you know, you don't have to be a good writer in order to get good um, written content out there, right? So I know a lot of people, um, you know, copywriting is by far like probably the most skilled intensive labor intensive type of content you could put out 
even more so the video. Like I'm a videographer myself, and I would tell you that written content is requires far more skill than video content does. Even through the editing process, even even through um, you know the actual shooting of the videos or whatever it is you're doing with video, written content is very like you have to have really good skill in order to do it extremely well. Uh, one of the books that I read, writing copies that writing copy that sells, the author actually says there is no good, great writer that makes less than $100,000 a year. And he's completely accurate. Really, really good writers like get really good results, right? The biggest reason why writing is so important is because it's the most powerful on your website because when a search engine is actually scraping data in order to put a specific article or specific answer into the face of somebody that's searching something on Google or Bing or whatever search engine they're, they're using, this is what they're scraping. They're not scraping necessarily video. They do scrape video, but unless your video is transcribed and actually has embedded closed captions, it's very hard for the internet to be able to scrape, you know, that, that video content and put it in front of somebody. But whereas written form, it's just, it's ones and zeros, right? Like ones and zeros. I'm not going to get into like super in depth when it comes to like how the search engines actually scrape the data and present it to somebody that's going to Google and searching how to start video content or whatever, but written content on your website, on your, on every single one of your pages, whether it's a landing page, squeeze page, about us page, that plays in so heavily to what results Google is actually going to show the person that's searching something. So that being said, having well-written, well-thought-out copy on your actual website is so extremely vital, so extremely important, and it's this is where it's the most powerful, right? Because I, I still do, and I'll even uh, mention this later on down the episode, but you know, written copy on your Facebook post or on your YouTube video description, like that's super, super vital, important. But when it comes to actual like written copy for marketing purposes, you know, because content marketing is marketing, right? But written content for marketing purposes on your website, it's just, it's, it's the thing you need the most in order to have a good optimized website. And any web developer will tell you that. Um, I'm in the process of building a couple websites, uh, uh, some things that I've got coming down the pipe right now. And my uh, web developer keeps bugging me about my copy. And I'm like, yeah, I got to do it. So, and, and I have to pour a lot of effort and a lot of time into that. And for me, myself, I would consider myself a good writer. I'm not a great writer, but I'm somebody that knows what I'm doing. I know how to create good titles. I know how to piece things together. I've written a couple books, and I'll even show you something that we've got working on right now. But that being said, writing is such an underutilized and underrated skill when it comes to marketing as a whole. So even if you're not a writer, I still recommend doing your best to hone in on your writing skills because this will help you in all facets of life. It'll help you with your sales script. It'll help you with your your optimization on your website if you can't hire a good writer in order to do it. Because a good writer that knows what they're doing, I mean, you're looking at paying them anywhere from 20 to 50 bucks an hour. And that's pretty hefty price, but it's worth it. So make sure that you are you know, honing in on your skills. You don't have to be a professional, but you need to be dangerous when it comes down to it. And there are several books that I could, like one of the books I mentioned was Writing Copy That Sells. Um, I don't exactly remember who the author is. I've got the book up there, but just go to Amazon and search that and you'll find it there. It's a blue cover with the paperback. Um, great book. And just get books on copywriting and, and, and teach yourself how to actually write good copy because that's going to play into just about everything you do in your business. So make sure you're doing that. Um, so I'm going to give a few tips. These are not in really any like specific order, 
Uh, these are just some things that I have done and I've seen other people do as well when it comes to actually getting written content out there. So the first thing is how to write a book without writing a book. <laughs> this is a really, really awesome content or a concept that I've actually utilized twice in my life and I love it. It's it's so extremely effective. I it's Like I said, I'm a good writer, but I don't thoroughly enjoy writing more than you know, four or five paragraphs. It's just something that I've never like super enjoyed. So I had to find an efficient way in order to actually get a book written. I have a book that's coming out called the REI Marketing Book. And basically it's like a, like this massive overload of information when it comes to marketing in a real estate investor's business. And I'm putting it in front of them as a lead hook, but it, it's gonna be a sizable book. So um, I've actually got it right here in front of me. If you're listening on the podcast, you'll be able to have the opportunity to maybe go back to my Instagram and see what I've got going on here. But I've got you know about 100 pages right here of just transcriptions of a podcast. So I've got another podcast outside the content marketing playbook, and I'm probably gonna do this exact same strategy with this podcast. But my other podcast is called the REI Marketing Weekly. So I get active real estate investors because this is the demographic I work in. I get active real estate investors who are fixing, flipping homes and acquiring houses and wholesaling them, doing whatever they're doing with them. And I have them talk about what marketing they're actually doing in their business. And from that, I actually had um, these podcast episodes that go out on a weekly basis. Every Saturday morning, they go out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, everywhere you can listen to podcasts, YouTube. And what I did was I actually took the first 50 episodes. I'm going to do, I'm going to be doing this every single year. I'm going to, you know, this first one's going to be version 2020 next year is going to be 2021. But what I'm doing is I took every single podcast episode that I had 50 episodes and I transcribed them. Now, obviously when you transcribe any kind of audio, if I transcribe this audio right here, it's not going to come out in the written form that you need it to be in order for it to go out just like that. You're going to have to make edits. You're going to have to make corrections. You pull out the ums, ahs, the pauses, stuff like that. Me going in circles, all that stuff's going to have to be pulled out. So what I did was I actually had this and I sent it over uh, to a good friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Emily Lyon. And um, I actually had her organize all this content. So if this was like straight transcriptions, you'd be looking at probably double this amount of content. And so what I had her do was she actually... Um, and this is my writer, and she actually went through, cleaned up all the content, organized it into specific categories. So we've got categories on branding, we've got categories on direct mail, on cold calling, text blasting, um, marketing mentality, like build, tracking, KPIs, stuff like that. Anything you can think about with marketing, it's gonna be in this. And so we organized the content, cleaned it up. I'm gonna be adding my own two cents in between each and every chapter, you know, making sure that I put myself in there as well. And then what we're doing is we're, we're turning this into a book. It's actually gonna go out on Amazon. It's gonna be my lead hook, right? So I'm using what content's already out there. The point is, is how to write a book without writing a book. I have this content out there that I recorded with a voice, transcribed it, had it cleaned up, and now it's turned into a book, which if I wrote this book, first of all, I wouldn't have been able to get in contact with every single one of the people. I've got 50 real estate investors in here, and some of these are just extraordinary people that are like top influencers in the country. I've got them in this book. There's no way I would have been able to organize content from them and them actually write the content themselves and send it over to me. I got it through their voice and then organize that content into a written form. So now it's going out as a book. It's going to be published. 
and it's gonna be my lead hook. So, it, you know, I've got REI.video, I've got a couple other products that are coming down the pipe. There's gonna be advertisements in here, and I'm able to use this as a great marketing tool in order to reach my demographic, but still deliver absolutely absurd value when it comes to like bringing value to the real estate investors, to my actual demographic. So they're gonna have this physical book in their hand. I'll probably do an audio book as well. They're gonna have this physical book in their hand and with my branding all over it, and it's just a great marketing tool. So that's really good way to write a book. And I did this with a book that I wrote for my personal um, use, which is called The First 25. And all I did was audio record the entire book, had it cleaned up, edited, and then pushed push it out as a book. So this is a really good way to actually get a book written without having to write if you don't like writing. Um, the one thing I will tell you is that when I actually, like I mentioned, I had Emily go in and, and organize all the content and clean it up. I had a professional, somebody that knows what they're doing, go in and do that. And I paid her a pretty good amount in order to do this, but I wanted it done right. So if you don't believe you to be a good writer yourself, I would recommend you hiring somebody. And I'll give some tips on where you can hire writers um, here in just a second, but I would recommend that. So don't try to like, transcribe everything yourself and then clean it up and edit it yourself. Even if you are a good writer, I would have at least another set of eyes on it in order to edit that. Um, especially if it's gonna be a marketing tool, like this needs to be near perfection in order to, for it to go out because it's a representation of me. This is my branding, right? So that's how you write a book without having to write a book. So that's a really good tip that I love. And then you can actually use this exact same method when it comes to putting articles or blogs on your website. So a really good trick that I like to do is if I'm, you know, I've done this for plenty of clients, I do it for myself as well. I'll take this podcast episode, get it transcribed, I'll get show notes that I'm gonna put in the actual like page of my website. So the show notes will be under there and then underneath it is the entire full transcription so somebody can actually read it if they want to. But the purpose isn't for somebody to be able to read it, the purpose is because it's keyword rich it's gonna feed to the search engines and actually drive traffic, organic traffic my way, because that those words that are actually on the page transcribed is what Google is scraping for in order to feed that information to somebody that's looking for it. So if I transcribe this episode and somebody's looking for how to write a book without writing a book, then they're, I've said it like five or six times just in this episode, and it's gonna pull that in front of them. So. Um, I think this is a really good way to actually get articles and blogs out on your website, which we already established that, you know, putting articles and blogs on your website is an extremely important thing. You got to make sure you do it. Even if it's an FAQ section, if it's an about us or contact us or whatever, learn more, you need to have really well-written content on there. Now I will say this, this is, this works extremely well for articles and blogs. If you need actual copy for say a sales page or something like that, you definitely need to have a professional sales page writer write the content for you. And again, I'll tell you where you can find somebody like that here in just a second. Um, the next thing is spend spend some time writing good copy for your social media posts. This is extremely important. It's so important that I actually have a full-time copywriter on my team. So one of my, one of my eight team members that I have is a full-time copywriter. She writes all the copy for the um, thousand plus social media posts that we publish on a weekly basis. She's a monster, she's awesome, she's incredible and she writes the copy for every single one of the posts that goes out. And then it goes to my distribution person and pushes it out. So I very much value copywriting when it comes to social media posts. If you ever, if you're, you know, you're, I'm Instagram live right now, and if you go to my Instagram profile and you look at my actual post, you'll see that I put a lot of good time and effort into 
writing a really good copy with each and every single one of my posts. Even if it's a video where I'm talking about it, I'm still writing some good copy. Not as much as if I post an image with a quote and then I'm elaborating on that. That's all you're really doing. You don't have to overthink it. Just elaborate on the quote that you're putting out there. But spend some time. Don't just post one little sentence and then you're done. Like spend time crafting a really good post and what there's multiple benefits for that. And one of them is not like, because it's search engine heavy. Like you, that's not like, that's not, that's definitely not like something that, um, you know, th th that's a myth out there. Right. So let, let me just be clear about that. Um, you know, Facebook is, there is search engines with it, but it's not scraping like your actual post description. The biggest benefit to this is that you're, able to keep people on your post for a longer amount of time because you've immersed them into information that they want to learn more about. And so if I post a quote that has, you know, me taking, you know, a video of something, I'll tell a story inside of my post. And the biggest benefit is that that story is going to take at least two to three minutes for somebody to read. So that triggers Instagram and tells Instagram that, you know, my post is interesting enough for somebody to spend two to three minutes on this. And so it's going to show it to more people and trick the algorithm in that way. Um, not really trick the algorithm because that's the way the algorithm works. The more time somebody spends on your posts, the more that it's actually going to show up in other people's feeds. So that's one of the biggest benefits to it. But make sure that you are spending time when you're writing posts on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on even TikTok or YouTube. Like your YouTube needs to have very well written and thought out content when it comes to that. Um, the next thing is hire a writer. Um, so these are a couple of different methods that I do when I come to hiring a writer. Now I have you know, a social media copywriter on my team so I can utilize her in that regards. But, um, and then I've got Emily who helped me with this. But a really good place to find writers is Upwork. I, I love Upwork. I've actually talked about Upwork in multiple different episodes. Um, six out of my te nine team members are from Upwork. I've hired them from Upwork. So my graphic designers, my video producers, and um, I think maybe that's it, yeah. And then my copywriters like on my team. But this is a really good place to be able to find somebody. So Upwork.com is a really good place to find anything that has to do with marketing or creative. So if you need branding, if you need a video producer, if you need a graphic designer, like Upwork is the place. And so there's really good writers on Upwork. Price range, I would tell you this, the cheaper you go, the worse you're gonna get. Now. When I say cheaper, I don't necessarily mean like if you if somebody in Europe is uh you know got their services listed for 14 bucks an hour, the currency translation is going to be different, right? So if there's a really good writer in the US um and and then they, they live in Europe, they might charge 14 bucks an hour in Europe, but if they live in the US, that that same person may charge $25 an hour. So that's something to think about. Just because you're paying less or more doesn't necessarily mean you're getting a worse or better writer. You need to interview them. You need to read the reviews, figure out is this somebody that, um, and actually have them send you work. You analyze the work and say, is this good work um, that they've done? And figure out if they are a good writer. But that's a really good place if you have like single projects or you have somebody that you want repetitively on your team to do copy on copy for you or article writing or even just like transcription cleanup or whatever have them on your team in order to be able to like, you know, give them work. But the reason why I love Upwork is because you can have them on retainer and they only get paid for the projects they're doing. So it's not necessarily like they're an employee on your team. They're just getting paid for if, you know, it takes five hours to clean up an article, then they only get paid for that five hours that they're working. Another good place is, don't hate me, 
Fiverr. I like Fiverr for this reason. In fact, the show notes that I do for all of my shows and my clients' podcasts and their shows is through a writer on Fiverr. There's there's a dime a dozen of them. Like there's a lot of really really good writers that are out there that you can pay. You know, if I have this podcast and I want them to create some show notes for me, then they'll create it for 15 bucks, right? And I'll get a really good product in return for that. So Fiverr is a really good place to have somebody um, go through and clean up something or even I've had like when, I, when I'm when i done with this book, I actually have a, a writer on Fiverr that does formatting for books and I'll actually have them go through and take this entire transcription and when I actually get it cleaned up into a book format, they're gonna go through and actually uh, format it for KDP, for Kindle Direct Publishing, and then it's gonna be published out. So that's a really good place to find somebody. Next topic is focus on headlines. Headlines are something that I think people very much underutilize. They're not really good at it. They overthink it. They try to put you know adjectives and adverbs where they're not supposed to be. Titles are extremely important, but again, people way overthink it. One of the best tips that I can give you, this is not a plug at all, not a sponsor or anything. One of the best tips that I can give you is to go to co-schedule, um, just Google co-schedule, C-O, schedule, headline analyzer. And what you'll do is you'll take your headline that you created, plug it into that platform, and then they're gonna get you uh, a bunch of data giving you reasons why it's good or why it's bad and what you should change, what you should adjust, what you should tweak or whatever. And I love this I love this tool. It's awesome because I don't have to worry about like, oh, is this a good title for my YouTube video or a good title for my video wrapper on my actual social media post, my Instagram video. No, like I can go in here, plug that in real quick. It's gonna spit out some suggestions for me and say, here's how you should alter this. And it's a really good just tool for that purpose. So I recommend that again, co-co, schedule, headline analyzer. Um, if you wanna get your headlines for your videos or any content, um, written content especially. But the reason why I threw this in with written content is because it is written content. Like, like headlines are written content. Like you have to be able to craft them well and get a headline that's going to apply and be relevant to the target demographic you're going after. So put more effort into that, learn more about getting headlines done well and actually like making sense of them. And again, like this may be a thing where you like study yourself and figure out how to do it yourself or you have co-schedule do it or you even have somebody that you hire to create headlines for your content, right? So put more effort into that. Um, got two more things here. Each platform requires a different style of writing. Now, this is something that is, it's pretty universal when it comes to any platform you're on. So Facebook and Instagram are owned by the same companies, right? But they couldn't be two different platforms like uh, like at all. Like, they're just like so much different from each other. On Instagram, it's much more of a visual platform. So requiring emojis and fun little copy quotes and stuff like that, like that and, and, and like just a different formatting that you're gonna do, that is extremely important when it comes to Instagram written content. But then if you go to LinkedIn, it needs to like kind of not have emojis and needs to not have a winky face or you know, a telephone emoji or whatever, like it needs to be a little bit more crafted to that demographic. So understand and figure out what makes sense for each demographic. Facebook can be a little bit of a mixture of LinkedIn and Instagram. Put effort into figuring out the differences and the best way to do this is to consume the content from like really big influencers that have well-established audiences inside of Facebook or inside of Instagram, inside of LinkedIn and just see and analyze what they're actually doing with their written content. So that's just a really good tip I could give you. The last thing is 
this should be like the focus of anything that you write when it comes to writing articles and blogs, when it comes to writing a book, when it comes to writing a title for your for your headline or whatever, or a social media post. Focus on telling a story and bringing value. So it's I think that a lot of people focus on one or the other. And I strongly believe just from evidence, the amount of the sheer amount of content that we put out. The content that has the best results has both of these. It's well-written stories, and it actually brings value in some way, shape, or form. A lot of people are good at writing like stories, but then there's no like, there's no value. Like you're like, what's the punchline? Where what am I supposed to learn out of this? Right? They're, they they don't tie it together. They don't tie it at the end of the story. Um, bringing it full circle, like telling you why I told you the story. And then some people, you have the other spectrum. They bring a lot of value, but then they don't tell a story. So their value is like pieced in like 15 different places. So you have to make sure that you're telling a story and bringing a value in the same in the same structure, in that same written content that you're doing. So make sure you're focusing on that. Tell a story. And you could read Story Brand by Donald Miller. That's a really good book to go off of when it comes to telling stories. Um, but basically what you need to do is like, for instance, I posted uh, an image of me, you know, I was squatting and, um, you know, I had a video cause we were, we were shooting a, a, a different video. My client was sitting on the floor. So I was like in that position, like, you know, angling it to where it looks like a wide open space. And what I did was I actually posted that image of me squatting with the camera and I told the entire story of why we were doing that and the purpose of it. And that got some really good traction, right? Like, because I told a good story and then I brought it full circle and told them what the value point was. So tell a story, bring value, you'll be golden. So that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully that helped you and made sense. Put a good high price tag on written content. I can't express this enough. Written content is by far probably the most valuable type of content that you can put out. Even though video is still the dominating force when it comes to consumption, when it comes to actual marketing and driving you know, leads and results and traffic to your website, Written content all day long is so underrated. It's so undervalued, but you need to start valuing it more. And these are some tips on how you can actually make that happen. So hopefully that brought you value. And uh, you know, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. Josh at colormedia.com is my, uh, my uh, email address. You can go to my website, color.media or colormedia.com to learn more about what we got going on. And then make sure you are subscribed to the show if you haven't already. And drop me a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciate that. If you're on Instagram, make sure you give me a follow. If you're on the podcast, make sure to give me a follow on Instagram. And uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and joining in today. And we'll catch you on the next one. See you later.